apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 3389238, Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML3389238, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L, call for additional details. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball, hands down. Finch, two for three, he's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not. They're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Welcome to Sports Talk with R&J. I am Steve Risser, along here with Justin D'Onofrio. And we'll start with a weird move by the New York Jets. Really weird move today as they decided to activate Aaron Rodgers, but he's not going to play for them. I would think just keep him on IR. I would think just keep Aaron Rodgers on IR. Don't act. Don't don't activate him and risk any other injury, or just let him rest. Let him rehab. I don't understand why they activated Rodgers, and and they're not going to and, and he won't play if he's if he's not going to play, which we all knew he wasn't going to play. If he wasn't going to play, just 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 uh. Just have him rehab. Just, 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 just have him rehab. Don't activate him and have him practice. I know he probably wants to be with the team, but just have him rehab. I really, I, I don't get this. This, this is just a circus with the Jets all along with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it, it absolutely has. Um, yeah, it just maybe makes no sense because now they're, they're eliminated. Yeah, he was not going to come back and play anyways. Yeah, it makes no sense to put him on the active roster. Like, you know. Like I know last week he was playing scout. He was playing uh, the scout team on defense at linebacker. I know he had an interception, but it's like, what are you like? Why, why, like, why is he playing linebacker? Yeah, it's it's that's it's I, weird. It's weird. Yeah, that organization's a mess. Um, you know, they again not having you know having Zach Wilson coming in as your backup quarterback was a, a very dumb decision. Um, but yeah, this this move makes no sense. Now that they're eliminated, 
he's not going to play. There's no need because what's he going to do behind this offensive line anyway? So like he was going to get hurt, even if he somehow miraculously was able to come back and play because this offensive line is so so bad. So yeah, it makes no sense. I know he probably wants to be around the team and all that, but yeah, it makes sense. It you know would have been better to just have him to stay on IR there for the remainder of the year. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, just have, have him stay on IR. And and the thing is, this yeah, this team is it is it? I mean, he won't play, which is good. He's not risking playing behind this offensive line. But but still, I mean, yeah, they, they really should have kept him on IR. And 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 the thing about it is 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 it looks like it, he's definitely going to be there next year. He, he said yesterday on McAfee, he plans on playing more years. The big question though for the Jets is is how long is is Robert Sala going to be able to coach him even next year? Because the way things are going for the Jets. Robert Sala should be fired. Robert Sala has done a does not done a good job with this Jets team. Lack of discipline. The offense has been absolutely pathetic since Rodgers got hurt. Uh, so I I I I think Ro- Sala will be back because Rodgers wants him, but he really shouldn't be. No, I'm with you. He shouldn't be. He won what like 33 percent of his games, and maybe even a little bit lower than that. Like he is. And look, you know, yeah, you lost Aaron Rodgers, but look at all the other teams that have lost their starting quarterback this year. The Browns are nine and five. The Bengals are still sitting there at eight and six. Um, you know, the Colts, they have Menchu, they're they're eight and six. Like, you know, teams find a way with backup quarterbacks to still win football games. This team has, and I know he's not the, you know, he's more of a defensive guy than offensive, but you know, I like I know Hackett hasn't, you know, his play calling and you know, hasn't been really tailored to kind of Zach Wilson's strengths all year. But yeah, it's um it, it's you know, Aaron Rodgers runs that organization, and look at all the guys that he brought in or tried to bring in. Alvin Lazard has done nothing this year. Randall Cobb, you know, hasn't done much either this this season as well. So, yeah, you know, Rodgers runs that organization, and that's that's an issue. I you know, I get it. He's a star. He's won a he's won a Super Bowl, but usually letting players kind of control the organizations usually don't work out too well. And this one uh, doesn't seem like it is it is either right now because yeah. Um, you know, Rob Sal does not uh does not does not just really deserve to be the head coach right now. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, you, you saw you see you saw the penalties in the Raider game. You even saw the penalties in the Giant game. The lack of discipline from this team was is absolutely is absolutely ridiculous. Is absolutely ridiculous. And I mean, yeah, lack of discipline. Yeah, he he, he doesn't. And you, you know, and the thing is, Joe Douglas is to blame too. I mean, they put all their eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. I mean, with 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 Lazard with Lazard and uh, with. Uh, with going out and getting Lazard, with just going out and getting Rogers' friends, going out and getting Alan Lazard, going out and getting uh, getting Randall Cobb. I mean, they, they really put all their bags. The Kevin Tim Boyle will be their backup. They pretty much just put all their eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. It hasn't worked out. Honestly, at this point, Douglas and Salah should be fired because Douglas. I mean, he pretty much uh, he pretty much has been there five years and they've done nothing. And then Robert Salah hasn't. He, he he's he's been he's sixteen and thirty two as a head coach. So. Yeah, the Jets, the Jets really need to. They need. They need to. They, they, if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers, they would be cleaning house. It's probably in their best interest if they do clean house. So, yeah, it, it's it's definitely just 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 uh just a mess for the Jets right now. But we will get to the game against the uh, against the Commanders. We got we got the Jets taking on the uh, we got the Jets taking on the Commanders, and uh, this game should be uh this game shouldn't really. This is a game where. Uh, I think it's going to be close, competitive, but I think the Commanders win this one by 21-17. T- 
it's, it's just a game where I just don't think the commander, the commanders, uh, uh, it's just not like the Jets are just gonna, are going to be able to uh, win. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be. The Commanders, we don't know who their quarterback's going to be if it's going to be Howard Brissett. But it should be an easy win. It's, you know, not an easy win, but I just think it should be. The, the, I think the Commanders, Commanders should get their fifth win of the season. Justin, who you got? I'm with you. I get the uh, Commanders as well, twenty to seventeen. Um, yeah, you know, I know the Commanders' defense has been brutal the last couple of weeks, but I think it should. I think you know, against this offense, I don't know if it's Wilson. Um, you know, Brett Rivers, Trevor Simeon, um, you know, I don't know who's going to start, but yeah, I like the commander's defense should play, should play well enough against this Jets, poor Jets, Jets offense. And I think the commanders, whoever starts the quarterback just does enough in this one and the commanders, um, you know, do find a way to win the football game. All righty. We got a big matchup between the uh, Saints and the Rams. We got a big matchup between those two teams uh today we got a big match i mean tomorrow tomorrow night we got a big match between the saints and rams tomorrow and i think this game is close i think this game is competitive between these two teams i think this game is going to be a really really competitive game between these two teams but i'm going to take the team uh with the with the better defense i'm going to go with the saints here i think that uh Derek carr has a pretty good game uh i think that uh, i know chris olave probably won't play but i think Derek carr is a pretty pretty good game i think that uh i think that matthew stafford has a decent game, but I think he turns the ball over once or twice. I think he's the quarterback who makes more mistakes than Derek Carr, and that's why I got the Saints going eight and seven, Rams going to seven and eight. I got the Saints winning the game twenty three to twenty. But Justin, can Stafford keep the Rams in the playoff race? Yeah, I, I like the Rams in this one twenty four to sixteen. Um, yeah, I think that that all the way that all really started to look this year. Um, you know, since Kyron Williams come has come back. You know, he's gone for over 110 yards in three or four games. And outside of last week, the Saints have really showed to stop the run. And I think this, the Rams do enough for it in this game to kind of control the running game. I think Matthew Stafford plays well enough against the Saints defense. Um, you know, and, you know, I think, yeah, so I think Stafford plays well enough. And I think, um, you know, they, they knock off the Saints here yet again. And, you know, I, I, I the Rams, the way they've been playing of late, um, you know, they've, they've been playing really well, really well. Matthew Stafford, I think takes care of the football. They did, you know, um, defensively, I think they make enough stops against their car. Their cars kind of couple turnovers at times this year, they've struggled in the red zone. And I think the Rams kind of do enough to get an eight point win, kind of stay in that haunt. And then the Rams right now, the way they're playing kind of outside of the Niners right now, kind of feel like they, they, they have a shot here to kind of go on a run if they could avoid the Niners. Um, you know, in like the second round, they 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 got a shot to kind of kind of go on a run here because the NFC kind of second right now. It's kind of really wide open. Yeah, and the thing about the Rams is is that they're one of these teams that yeah they they they've done it before. They've did it two years ago, and uh, they've done a good job rebuilding this team, getting Kieran Williams, getting Puka Nakua. They've done a really really good job rebuilding rebuilding this team. So uh, yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised at all. If the Rams are that team in the in the NFC that makes a run, my issue with the Rams though this week is Aaron Donald is a little bit banged up. I didn't like the way they closed out that game against the Commanders and the Saints defense played. I don't know they haven't played two played, played two lousy offenses, but the Saints defense has played pretty well these last couple weeks. Yeah, they have. You know, they 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 had a perfect scouting report there for um you know Tommy DeVito and the Giants last week. I just don't really believe in Derek Carr. I think he's kind of he hasn't been great this year. Um, you know, and I, I, and the way this Rams offense has just kind of looked the last couple weeks, I know they, you know, 
played the commanders last week. They put 28 on them, but they scored 31 against the Ravens. You know, the, the Browns have played horribly on the road defensively, but they put up 36 on them. You know, pretty much since that Seattle game a couple weeks ago, this offense has really just been in a groove and have really figured things out. Matthew Stafford's played well, you know, game Cooper cutback's been huge as well. You know, and Nakua, who's having a kind of unbelievable rookie year. So I think for the for the Rams, it just kind of seems like they've like everything's kind of figured out. And yeah, they they have the, the playoff experience with Matthew Stafford winning Super Bowl ring. You know, Aaron Donald who could kind of change the game defensively. So yeah, you know, I, I really like this Ram team going in, playing at home on, on Thursday to kind of knock off New Orleans. Yeah, it definitely should be a game between those two teams. But we got to get to the huge game on this night between the Ravens and the uh, and the Niners. And this should be this should be a really close competitive game between these two teams. But I think the difference in this game is gonna be the Ravens will be you no, know, the Niners will be the team that runs the football better. I think that's gonna be the biggest difference in this game. I think the Niners are gonna run the football better with Christian McCaffrey. I think he's gonna have a big game in the ground because the Ravens pass D is better than the run D. The run D is not as good as their pass D. That's why I think McCaffrey's gonna have a big day on the ground. I think he's gonna have a good game. I think uh Purdy will throw a couple touchdown passes. I think Lamar will throw a touchdown pass or two, but I think the game comes down to the ball in Lamar's hands and this Niners defense making a stop. That's why I get the Niners going to 12 and 3. I got the Niners going to 12 and three Ravens going falling to 11 and four, but Justin can Mar Jackson hand the Niners their fourth loss and hurt their chances to get the number one seed. I get the Niners in this one, 20 to 21. Um, yeah, I think this, the Niners slow down their offense enough in this game. Um, I think they force Lamar to make a turnover too. And I think Brock Purdy plays well enough and, um, and I just think the way the Niners have been able to kind of stop, stop posing running games, you know, I, I think the Ravens could have a tough time kind of trying to be able to run the football in this game. And I, the Niners, you know, also that three-game losing streak. I know last week they gave up a lot of points to the Cardinals, but they've kind of machined outside of the three-week span there, you know, back in middle to end of October. And I think they take care of business at home against the Ravens team that's been playing really well. Um, you know, but I just – I don't love that defense. I thought Jacksonville moved the ball pretty well, but Jacksonville just kind of last week continued to just kind of beat themselves. So, I, I think the Niners at home here kind of take take control um, – do enough in this one and kind of increase their chances there of getting that uh, number one seed. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think I think they do. I, 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 I definitely think they do. I, I think they increase their chance to get the number one seed. And uh, and uh, I think that uh, I, I think that, you know, they played well against good quarterbacks. That's the biggest thing. They played well against the Eagles, against Jalen Hurts. They played well against Dak Prescott. Yeah, they struggled against Joe Burrow. But I think that this I think they play they, the Niners are the best team in football. They play they could beat any team. They could beat AFC teams. They could beat NFC teams. They pretty much could beat anyone. They play well against good quarterbacks. They're pretty much the only weakness on the team, maybe the offensive line outside of Trent Williams. There really isn't any weaknesses on this team. They're clearly the best team in football. That's why I think they come out with a win on, on Christmas night. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with you. This team right now, they're kind of machining. And, and, you know, again, it's their Super Bowl to lose at this point. As long as they could sign, stay healthy, yeah, you know, like outside the three-week span, they've, they've been awesome all year. So I, I'm with you right now. They're the best team in football. And, you know, out, and right now with the NFC kind of picture, it – kind of seems like they're like on you know um you know they they, they got unbelievable thoughts to kind of get back to Super Bowl this year and kind of finally kind of you know make up for that Super Bowl a couple years ago to get to get another opportunity to play in the Super Bowl absolutely and now speaking of the Super Bowl are these the two teams that you think we will see in the Super Bowl 
And uh, I don't think so. I still think, even though they haven't played that well, I still think it's going to be Niners Chiefs. I still think it's going to be Niners Chiefs because I just don't trust Lamar in the playoffs. Lamar's never played in a conference championship game. He only has one playoff win. I don't trust Lamar in the postseason. That's why I, I, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to say I'm going to say still say Niners Chiefs. Uh, but that that is a good question. Will we see both these teams in the Super Bowl, Justin? Do you think we'll see both these teams in the Super Bowl? No, I don't think so either. I got the Niners right now. Um, and then the AFC. I know right now they still have to, you know, get all these tiebreakers. But I'll take the Bills. If they can get in because I don't. Again, like I, I wow. I so you'll take the Bills over the Ravens. Yeah, I don't love the Ravens defensively, and I think Lamar too. Like, I think some like I think it's tough because he makes some throws that you know some very tight windows that he can get away with, and I don't know if he could do that for like three straight games. You know, some of his decisions. So, if the Bills can get in, like the, again, because the way the Bills played last week, just with their physicality, like we haven't seen that out of Buffalo the last couple of years, and that's kind of why they can somehow. I know they lost all the tiebreakers. So they, they still got some work to do here. But if they can get in, I feel like the way they can run the football, you know, like we saw last week, I think I think they got a chance because I know you picked the Chiefs. But, again, even like last week offensively against the Patriots, I didn't – they weren't really in rhythm most of the game. So I just – you know, Mahomes is great. I wouldn't be shocked. I just – I don't – I right now I just don't think it's a year for him to get back there. Uh, you, you got a good point. You got a good point. Mm-hmm. I think the top three teams right now are – the Ravens, the, the Chiefs, and the Bills. And you can keep the Dolphins in there, but the Dolphins got to prove they could beat a good team. But the Niners have pretty much established themselves as clearly the best team in the NFC. The way they beat the, the, way they beat the Cowboys, the way they beat the Eagles, with them, with, when they're healthy, they're clearly the best team in the NFC. They, they've, they've established themselves as the best team in the NFC. The AFC, I think it's going to be down to four teams. I think it's going to be down to the, uh, to the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Bills, and the Dolphins. It's down to those four teams. In the in the, in the AFC in the AFC, but in the NFC right now, look at the way the Cowboys and Eagles played last week. I think the Niners are clearly and far and away the best team in the NFC. I think we'll definitely see the Niners. We'll we'll see if we'll see the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, we will. Can I throw a fifth team out there in the AFC? I know they're banged up, but how about gotcha. Cleveland with that defense? Uh, uh come on, dude, 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 stop! Cle- come, I, on, come on, come on, Joe Flacco is their starter. Joe Flacco is their starting quarterback. Joe Flacco threw three well. picks last week. He, uh, yeah, they've been lucky. very aggressive. Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll give him credit for the comeback, but he threw three picks against the Bears' defense, which is not a it's a better it's better than it's been. He's been playing it's better. It's not a great defense. He threw three picks. He threw three pick game. Three picks. I, yeah, I don't I, think so. I, I don't think two, there's, with there's their two, defense. There's too many injuries. I, too many injuries. That that that, that that's yeah, a that's, one and done. That team is one that, and done. Yeah. That team's one and done. I would be that shocked. That team's one and done. I wouldn't. You can continue. No, you, no. I, you I, can, I, 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 I don't. I don't. I don't think Cleveland. I, I just don't think so. I wouldn't be surprised with how wide open the AFC is. Their defense can make a couple of big plays in a game. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I really, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, you know, especially the, like Flacco's played pretty well. Like he's been bet that offense hasn't been this good the last, you know, since like since they've got Watson, their offense has been a lot funner to watch if they got Joe Flacco in there instead. So I wouldn't be surprised, but yes, the injuries do concern me. I just with that defense, when I wouldn't be shocked they can somehow make a run. All right, maybe they'll win one playoff game. 
Maybe say they play Jacksonville in the first round. Maybe they'll win one playoff game. But that's it. That's it. And, and Joe Flacco, yes, he beat the Jaguars. I'll give it out to him. But he beat the Bears last week. Okay? He's played pretty well. But still, he's past his prime. And if they get in, they're probably only going to win one playoff game. I don't consider them a Super Bowl contender at all. I I, I can see it. I you know, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, you know, Flacco's won one before. You know, yeah, if they get Jacksonville, maybe they get like a Miami after. I could see them going down there and beat Miami. You know, I could see them slowing down that Miami offense enough. So I, I can see your point. I wouldn't be, you know, I see where you're coming from. I just someone with that defense, if they can get kind of get a little bit healthier, I think they got a they got a chance, but I hear your sign. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting uh to see if we we'll see if we see the Niners or the Ravens. But regardless, it should be a great game on Monday night. Now, talking about Super Bowl contenders, uh, we got a huge game in uh, Miami with the Cowboys and the Dolphins. I think this game is close. I think it's obviously close and competitive, but I'm going to take the team that's going to run the football better. The, the, that's going to run the football better, and I'm going to take the team that that uh, I think is going to play is at home here. It was, play, it was played really well at home, and that's the Dolphins and the Cowboys just haven't played well on the road. I think it's going to be a close competitive game, but I think A Chain and Most are going to have a huge game on the ground. I think Toa is going to throw a couple touchdown passes. I think Dak's going to play well, but he's going to have that crucial turnover in the game. That's why I got the Dolphins going to 11-4, and and I got the Cowboys going to 10-5. and I got the Dolphins with this one 31-24. But, Justin, uh, can uh, can the Cowboys finally beat a good team on the road? I'm with you. I don't think they will. I got Miami 27-24. They just got – Buffalo just absolutely beat them up front last week. for most of that game, James Cook had more rushing yards than the Cowboys did total offense. So, um, and I think Miami's gonna have a lot of success around the football again this week against Dallas's defense. Um, and I think Tyreek Hill, which you know, I think they held him out last week just to get him healthy for this game. And I think Jalen Waddle, I think those two are gonna have, you know, gonna make some big plays against that Cowboys secondary. And I think Tua plays well enough in this one. And yeah, I think both these teams are a fraud. So this was a tough one to pick, but I'll take Miami because they're at home. And yeah, as you mentioned, Dallas has been awful away from away from uh, you know home this year. So I'll take Miami to to uh, you know stay in contention there for the one seed. And you talked about these teams being a fraud, and that's why we come up with this question: Which one of these teams has a better chance to get to the Super Bowl? <laughs> these two teams might be the two most fraudulent teams mm-hmm. in each conference, but if I had to pick. I'm going to go with the Dolphins because the Dolphins could win that division. They're going to be at home, and and they and they could get a two or three seed if they get like say for example say for example they wind up with like they went they win out they they don't lose a game and they get to win the tiebreaker over Kansas City and they wind up with the two seed. And say Buffalo pulls an upset against Baltimore, Miami will have home field advantage throughout the entire postseason. So if they're at home, I like this team to make a run in the in the playoffs. Looking, looking at the Dallas Cowboys, it looks like they're going to be on the road because it doesn't look like even the Eagles haven't played well. Looking at their schedule at the end, it doesn't look like the Eagles are going to lose a game for the rest of the year. Dallas, they have still have two really tough games with Detroit and Miami. So it looks like Dallas is going to get the five seed, and they're going to have to win three road games. And they've been terrible on the road. They haven't been, they've been, they've been anywhere near as good on the road as they've been at home this year. So for me, it's the Dolphins just because of the way they play at home, and they still have a chance to win the division. But I'm not high on either of these teams to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm with you. I got the Dolphins as well. Yeah, I don't think 
either of these two will. I just think with how wide open the AFC is as well, Dolphins have a better path. Because as you mentioned, the Cowboys are probably going to be the five seed. You know, you might have to go to San Francisco in the divisional round if the six and seven seed don't win their first round game or their wild card game. So, and as we saw earlier in the year, Dallas ain't going to San Francisco and knocking off the Niners. So um, I'm with you because Dallas going to have to win three straight games on the road. Um, and I don't see that happening. And yeah, I don't like Miami, but with how wide open the AFC is, yeah, they can get home field. And I think that's going to benefit them with their offense because I think it's going to be tough for them to go like a Baltimore, Kansas City, and go play up there where it could be 25 degrees, windy, snowing. And I don't think that's going to, you know, might not, that's probably not great. That's not great conditions for their offense. So um, I got, you know, I, I have to take the Dolphins as well here, but yeah, I don't love their chances either to get the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, yeah, me, yeah, yeah, me neither, me neither. But I definitely would put them. I, I put them a little bit ahead of the Cowboys. There's probably eight teams, eight legitimate Super Bowl contenders right now. I go, I go one. Obviously, the 49ers. I'll go, I'll go two. I'll still say Kansas City, just because of Patrick Mahomes. Even though they haven't played great, just because of Patrick Mahomes. Three Baltimore. Uh, four. I'll, I'll. Who would I? Who would I? Who would I go for? Four up. I'll go. I'll, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Buffalo four. Uh, Detroit five. Uh, uh, I'd say. Uh, I'd. I, no. I'd say Detroit. Detroit five. Uh, Philly six. Uh, Miami seven. Dallas eight. So that's how I rank the eight Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, for me, I got Niners one. Um, I'll go Bills two. I'll go Chiefs three. Ravens four. Um, I'll go five. For me, five. I'll take. Uh, I think I'll take the e. I'll take the Eagles. Six. I'll take the Lions. Seven. Did I say Baltimore? Yeah, I think I did. Uh, seven. You said Baltimore. Three, uh, four. Seven, Miami. Four, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'll take seven. Miami. Eight. Dallas. So I'll be yeah, my yeah, top yeah, eight there. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. So both these teams are kind of like, kind of like right on the Super Bowl bubble. But but uh, yes. they're pretty much two teams that people aren't really not going to have faith in come playoff time. But it really but it should be a good game on Sunday between these two teams. It should be interesting. If the Dolphins don't win it, that means they can't beat any good teams. If the Cowboys win it, that means they can't beat good teams on the road because they beat the Eagles at home. Yeah. 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 Well, so, yeah, the, the narratives. Yeah. Two narratives come out of this one. Yeah, it should be a good game. Um, yeah, two teams that are kind of on the fringe of Super Bowl contenders. Um, so, yeah, it should, you know. Do you think there's going to be a lot of points in this game? So, yeah, it should be a fun one. And kind of, yeah, we'll see if Miami can finally knock off somebody, you know, halfway decent here. And Dallas, yeah, could they finally go go beat somebody on the road? So, yeah, big one kind of for both teams to kind of try to maybe change the narrative a little bit for both sides. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So we will continue with the Christmas Day games, and we'll talk about the Raiders and the Chiefs. And I think because it's a rivalry game, this one will, this is going to be competitive for a little while. But eventually, I think the Chiefs take over, especially in the second half. I think Mahomes throws a couple touchdown passes. I think they force a couple turnovers on Aiden O'Connell. And I got the Chiefs going to 10-5, and five, beating the Raiders oh, 24-13. to 13. But, Justin, can the Raiders get revenge from Week 12? No, I don't think they will get the Chiefs as well, 24-14. Um, I know defensively they've – been better here and I know the Raiders got off to a fast start the first time they played they got off to like that quick 14 nothing start and then they kind of got really conservative the, the the next three quarters there um 
But I think Mahomes plays well enough in this one against the Raiders. I think Aiden O'Connell does make a couple of mistakes, gets sacked a couple of times in this one. And I think the Chiefs do a nice job of kind of, you know, Jacobs had a couple of huge carries there in the first half um, in the first meeting. But I think, you know, Kansas City this time kind of makes it a little bit tougher for the Raiders to get to, to establish that wrong game. And I think Kansas City um, wins, this, wins this one at home. All righty, we got an NFC East matchup in Philadelphia between the Giants and the Eagles. Last week, Tommy DeVito, it wasn't all his fault. The offensive line was terrible. They couldn't run the ball. But he kind of proved that he's he's going to – he definitely has earned a backup role, but that's pretty much it for the, for Tommy DeVito at this point. He's pretty much – he's probably going to be a backup in this league. I mean, he, he struggled last week against the Saints defense. And I know the Eagles haven't been playing well at all. But I think it's kind of going to be more of the same this week. I think he's going to play well early on, though. I think he'll find some holes in the in, in the Eagles' defense, get the ball to you know Darren Waller, get the ball to Darius Slayton. He'll find some holes in that Eagles' defense. But I think in the second half, the Eagles will pull away with DeAndre Swift and their pass rush. And that's why I got the Eagles snapping their three-game lose their three-game losing streak. I got the Eagles beating the Giants 27-14. But Justin, can DeVito hand the Eagles their fourth straight loss? This would be a crushing loss to the Eagles if, if it happens on Monday. Yeah, it would, but I'm with you. I don't think the Eagles uh, lose another one. I got them beating New York here, 27-13. to 13. Um, Yeah, you mentioned it's been a great short time to veto, but, yeah, that the Giants kind of went back to their beginning of the season, what was there at the offensive of line, just not able to protect them at all. Um, they couldn't get Saquon Barkley get, was not able to get going. None of the wide receivers were able to get any separation. Um, and I know they're playing a very poor Eagles secondary that, they can't tackle. They've struggled. They gave up 90, 92-yard drive there to Drew Locke, um, the final drive there Monday night. You know, if he can get enough time, could you make some plays downfield with Jalen Hyatt, you know, hit some big plays? Then maybe possibly you can win this football game. But I do think the Eagles play better. Jalen Hurts, is, you would think, is going to feel a lot better, you know, having another kind of week off after battling, the, you know, an illness. So I got the Eagles kind of figuring things out this week, and I got them winning by two scores against the Giants. Yeah, this is a game the Eagles should win. If the Eagles don't win this game, then 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 it then you really got to question the way things are. And you heard after the game, Jalen Hurts talk about commitment with the team. Maybe that's frustration. Maybe this just isn't the same team as it was last year. But I do still think they are Super Bowl contenders because they are ten and four, and they beat some good teams here. I mean, they beat the Dolphins by two touchdowns. They beat the Chiefs. They they uh, they beat the Cowboys. Uh, they they beat the Bills, so they've beaten good teams. Uh, outside of like, they're kind of they, uh, you look at the you look at the Dolphins and the Cowboys, they haven't really beat beaten a lot of good teams. Really, the only good win they have between the two is the is the Cowboys beating the Eagles. The Eagles have good wins. It's just they're just in a they're just in a slump in a slump right now. Their defense obviously isn't what it was last year. Their offense needs to definitely pick it up because the last couple of weeks their offense hasn't been good. But this is I, I know the Giant. I know Devito. Hasn't played poorly, but this is a get-right game for the Eagles. This is a this team. This is a team that they own, and this is definitely a game that they should win. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a the to this yeah this game for the Eagles. They should kind of get back to their old ways this week, um, or just kind of yeah look a lot better. Because yeah, you know, the Eagles they've kind of found ways to win a lot of games. Like the Patriots had them be you know like they didn't go down seventeen nothing within five minutes. You know, the Eagles might have lost that game. The Vikings game kind of went down the wire. Like, they really only dominated the Bucks this year, you know, and then I two, guess Miami two Washington kind of games. The two Washington game. games. 
Yeah, they could have lost both yeah, of those. Washington still. Games too. The one in OT. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, they, they've yeah. kind of got away. The Chiefs game they could have lost. The Bills game they could have they they should have lost. So they've kind of got by a lot of these games. They found ways to win. So you don't apologize for winning, of course. But you know, they've kind of all year they really haven't been dominant. And yeah, it's the secondary has kind of been a big part of it. And yeah, I again I think they still have the talent, the team that got there last year. So and they'll be the two seed. So you know, you'll get that seven seed of the wild card, but yeah, it's a team right now that's you know, Hertz didn't play well Monday night. Like some of the throws he made, you know, didn't agree with, especially kind of on that final drive. That what third and ten, he kind of threw that deep, and you know, they only need a couple yards to get a field goal range. So, uh, just kind of yeah, you know, those comments, you know, maybe kind of wakes everybody up a little bit. But their point difference is only eighteen points this year for a ten and four team. Like that kind of, you know. Usually, kind of that would that number kind of be higher there. So, yeah, there's kind of they haven't been great this year. They haven't been to- overly dominant like last year. So, yeah, it's still a Super Bowl contender, but um, they really got to figure some things out this year, especially in that secondary. Just exactly, and it looks like Darius Slay might be out for, for the year. I think the secondary is going to be a problem throughout the postseason. They just got to get. They just got to win on defense. They got to. They got to have a. They got to get to the quarterback, and then on offense, they just got to be. Great on offense. They got to score. This team has to score a ton of points. The the Cowboys and the Niners don't have to win a game, win a playoff game by at least 24 points. I feel like this Eagles team, if they're going to go deep in the playoffs, they're going to make a run. They're going to have to score 24 points every game because I just don't think their defense on the back end is good enough. Yeah, I'm with you. They're going to have to win some shootouts. Yeah. Or they're going to need, a, you know, they're going to need a couple of blizzards and hope, you know, their team just got to run the football against them and, you know, won't be able to expose that yeah. secondary. Um, so yeah, I'm with you. Like they're gonna have to put up a lot of points. They, they you know they got the ability to do it, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, you know, and like the pass rush this year, it's still been good. But you know, like last year's was like a, a, a historic. So historically good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. They had what 70 sacks, I think. Like it was impressive. Um, yeah, for yeah. how well they were in that area last yeah. year. So um, you know, and they only have 15 takeaways this year. I felt like last. I don't. No, remember the time I had, but I thought they were great at forcing turnovers last year. That's something else that they haven't done a ton either this year. No, no, not at all, not at all, not at all. So yeah, it's gonna the Eagles. They got they got to win to keep pace with the with the Lions and the Cowboys in the and the Niners in the NFC. And this is a game they should win. But we are going to move on to an NFC North matchup between the Lions and the Vikings. The Lions can clinch their first division title in thirty years on Sunday in Minnesota. The, uh, the Vikings, they're trying to keep their playoff hopes alive, and they're very, very, very slim chance to win the NFC North alive. If they if the, if the they went out and the Lions went out, they do win the NFC North, but that's very, very unlikely. But in this game, I think this is going to be a close competitive game. I think this is going to be a defensive game. Uh, but I because Ryan Flores done a really good job with the Lions, with the Vikings defense. But I think in the end, we're going to go with the team with the more experienced quarterback and Jared Goff. I think he throws a couple touchdown passes. I think they force a turnover too from Nick Mullins, and that is why I got the Lions winning their first division title in 30 years, beating the Vikings 24 to 17. But Justin, can the Lion and the Vikings keep their playoff hopes alive and their hopes to win the NFC North alive on Sunday? Uh, I got the Lions as well as well in this one, 23 to 21. Yeah, I, I Nick Mullins. You know, he was okay last year. You know, he, Played pretty well last week, you know, had two turn their two interceptions, but they ran the football really well against the Bengals. You know, Ty Chandler had over 130 yards. And with the way the Lions have been able to kind of stop the run this year, I think that's gonna um 
think that's kind of going to make uh, Minnesota be more one-dimensional. You know, I think Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison can make some plays against this Detroit secondary. Um, but I do think Mullins makes a couple of mistakes in this game. And, um, you know, he'll make a couple of mistakes. I think Detroit does find a way to win this football game. They looked a lot better. They're, yeah, they looked a lot better last week in Denver. They kind of got back to normal. The defense played better. So I think this week, again, Lions um, find a way to, you know, win this one at Clemson Division. We got the team that's chasing the Vikings, and that is the Packers, and they will face the Panthers this week. And I do think this game is going to be close because the Packers' defense has not played well the last two weeks. They were horrible last week against Tampa Bay. I think I think they, the Panthers run the ball against Machua Hubbard and with with Chua Hubbard and Miles Sanders. I think Bryce Young throws a touchdown pass or two, but I do think Jordan Love throws a couple touchdown passes. I think this game comes right down to the end. But I got the Packers going to seven and eight, saving their season, winning this game over the Panthers. But Justin. Can the Panthers completely ruin the Packers' playoff hopes? I am hoping so, but I do have the Packers 21-14. Um, the, the Panthers have just been so bad offensively this year. You know, they they got lucky last week that Desmond Ritter throws that interception towards the red zone. Um, Green Bay's defense last week gave up 7.5 yards per play against the Buccaneers, and Baker Mayfield had a perfect uh, QBR rating last week, so... The absolute embarrassing performance last week by Green Bay. And I do think they play better um, just against a poor Carolina team that just ha- – they, they haven't really been able to get anything going all year. I do think they bounce back this week, and I do think they go on the road. I think Jordan Love plays um, well this week. You know, they might get Watson back, and I think that's going to be huge for him. So I am going to take Green Bay on the road to kind of stay, uh, stay stay alive in the postseason hunt here and, and win down there 21-14. to 14. And the Packers and Vikings play on New Year's Eve, so that, that should be an interesting game between those two teams. Yeah, yeah, it should. Uh, you know, all right, all battle right. for that uh, seventeenth. So. Gotcha, gotcha. All righty, we got an AFC North matchup in in Pittsburgh as the Bengals take on the Steelers, and uh, so you got the Bengals. Who would have thought when the uh, Bengals and Steelers played on Thanksgiving? Who would have thought the Bengals would win? But who, who would have thought that the uh, and when the, the, the Steelers, who were 7-4, would lose their next three, and the Bengals would win their next three with Jake Browning. And look at the teams the Steelers played in, in those three games that they lost. The Car- they lost the Cardinals, they lost the Patriots at home, and then they got they lost, they lost got crushed in the second half of the Steelers, to the Colts. But I do think with Jamar Chase out uh, and with Mike Tomlin making the change for Mason Rudolph, I'm going to keep going to the well. I'm going to take the Steelers. Steelers. I'm going to take the Steelers because they've never had a losing season under Mike Tomlin. If they lose this game, they're probably going to lose out. It'll be their first season. Under, it'll be the first their first losing season under Mike Tomlin, and it'll probably be, you could potentially be gone because they play Seattle and Baltimore the last two games. But I, I'm going to I'm going to go with the Steelers here. I think they're going to be able to run the ball with 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 uh, with James Warren and uh, Najee Harris. I think that they'll get some pressure, maybe force a turnover from Jake Browning. I think just Jamar Chase being out is going to hurt Jake Browning in this game. And that's why I got the Steelers going eight and seven here, and I got the Bengals going eight and seven, falling to eight and seven. I got the Steelers winning this game nineteen to seventeen over the Bengals. But Justin, can the Bengals get revenge from Week Twelve and pretty much end the Steelers' playoff hopes? Yeah, I take it since twenty to thirteen. I just I don't love the body language of the Steelers right now. Um, you know, then you got the kind of issues with George Pickens right now. Um, yeah, Mason Rudolph can't be any worse than Mitch Trubisky has been at quarterback, but you know, I, I know the Bengals defense stinks, but 
I just I don't love the Steelers offense right now. And I think Jake Browning plays well enough in this one, even though Jamar Chase. Um, I think he I think he makes enough plays in this game. I think, you know, uh, T. Higgins T. had two touches on him last week. I think he gets at least one this week. And I think the Bengals run the ball well enough in this one. And I think the Bengals go on the road to Pittsburgh. And I think they knock off um, the Steelers this weekend. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, it's going to be a good game between the two teams. I think the Bengals definitely could win their fourth row against the Steelers team. It's not been playing well. I just think that the, St- the Steelers, I just don't think they're going to go quietly. I don't think they're going to go down. They're, I think they're going to go down fighting. That's why I think I think they bounce back this week. I just think they bounce back this week. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. But we will get to the other Saturday game, and that's between the Bills and Chargers. And I know the Chargers fired Brandon Staley, thank God, because they absolutely needed to after the absolute pathetic, pathetic performance on uh, on Thursday night. That performance could not have been more pathetic. But I think I think it's going to be another bad performance on Saturday with Easton Stick against this Bills defense that's playing well. I think James Cook has a big game on the ground. I think the Bills win the season. As you said earlier, the the Bills are probably the most dangerous team in the AFC right now. I think they continue to prove that on Saturday as they beat the Chargers. And I got them winning at 34 to 10. And Justin, I assume you got the same. I got Bills 27 to 17. I think back to back, the Bills have been in kind of two big spotlight games, you know, and they've played really, really well. And uh, now you're going cross country. Now that's going to be a home game. I, you know, probably 90% Bills fans, maybe more. Um, and I know, like, oh, maybe, I don't maybe think 95. Yeah, maybe 95. Yeah, especially now that Chargers been so bad. Easton six starting. Um, but I think the Chargers kind of stay competitive. I think they fight a little bit more than last week. I got to give Staley credit for actually doing the halftime interview there. Uh, down 42 nothing. I don't know how many other oh coaches would have done that. Oh um, that was, uh, you know, that you usually don't see NFL teams quit like that. That was that was bad. So I was not shocked on Friday morning when you know they saw the news of he was getting fired. But I got the Bills taking care of business this week. James Cook, they're going to win this game up front, and uh, I got Buffalo won by double digits. Got an interesting matchup in Houston. It could have been Deshaun Watson's return. We got an interesting matchup in Houston between the Browns and the Texans. Uh, now it looks like CJ Stroud's not going to play. It looks like Stroud's not going to play. So, in, so I think that your Browns keep things going. I think they keep it going. I think Joe Flacco manages this game. I think there was maybe a touchdown pass or two, and I think the Browns defense forces some turnovers against Case Keenum because the, because this the Brown because the Browns defense nothing better than the Titans defense, which Keenum came back and beat last week. So I think this is going to be a game where the Browns go to ten and five. I think the Browns go to ten and five here. I think they win it twenty to thirteen over Houston. But Justin, can the Texans win their second straight without C.J. Stroud? Because it looks like he's not going to play. Yeah, I saw the Texans in this one. Even though I kind of said a little bit ago, I do like the Browns. Even though you, the even though you hyped the Browns early on, and now you're going to pick them to yeah. lose the Texans without C.J. Stroud? Yeah, I need to see their defense play a little bit better on the road. Like, you know, maybe that starts this week. Maybe it does. Maybe, you know, I'll be more on board with them. But, uh. You know, I think Case Keenum plays well enough. You know, Joe Flacco, as we talked about earlier, his aggressiveness, it does, you know, he is prone to a turnover too. I think maybe the Texans could turn that into a touchdown or two in this one. But the Browns defense getting up 30 points per game on the road. Um, you know, and I think Shrout does enough, or I mean, Case Keenum does enough. I think, you know, Singletary, I think they could be effective on the ground in this one. Um, and, you know, I, I think Houston kind of continues that fight there. I think 
D'Amico Ryan's does a good job with this defense this week. Um, and I think they do find a way at home to kind of continue to stay in the hunt there in in in, in the chase there for the AFC South title and, and for the playoff hunt. So I'll take the Texas at home to find a way to knock off Cleveland. Yeah, it should be an interesting game between those two teams. I just think without C.J. Stroud, they're not going to win it. They're not going to have what happened last week. They're not. The, the Browns will win it close. But we will go to the team that the Texans are chasing in the that, – that's, that's right there with the Texans in the AFC South, and that is the Colts. Oh, actually, the team the Texans are chasing is the Colts have the number seven seed in the conference. So we got the Colts heading to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Play the Falcons. And I know it's been, been really bad for the last couple of weeks. Arthur Smith – is on the hot seat, and he should be. I mean, losing last week, he definitely should be on the hot seat. But I think this game is close and competitive. But I think the difference in this game is going to be John Robinson, and I think that Ritter's going to manage the game, and I think the Colts are going to miss Michael Pittman. They're going to miss Michael Pittman. I think Mitchell will turn the ball over a couple of times. The Colts have not played as well on the road as they have at home, especially on offense. So I think that's going to be a close, competitive game. But I'm going to go with the Falcons here. I'm going to go with the Falcons to – save their season. I'm going to go with the Falcons to win and win this game 20 to 16 over the Colts. But Justin, can the Colts get to nine and six and continue to push towards the postseason? I'm taking the Falcons in this one, 23 to 21. Um, actually Taylor Heineke, they bench Ritter again. So Taylor Heineke is going to be the starter for the remainder of the year. Oh, they bench um, also will be Taylor Heineke, so, which is, yeah, yeah, which I think is a good move. Ritter, Ritter's done. Ritter's done. He's a terrible quarterback. Yeah. He's done. That was a mistake to go with him this year. So Ritter's career is pretty much over with the Falcons. So, yeah, they could, I, like, I like the change of going to Taylor Heineke. I like that change. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a little bit more. I think it's a little bit of an upgrade over Ritter. Um, not much, but I think, you know, I think Heineke does a better job protecting, the, not putting the football in danger. Um, and, you know, with how well, as you mentioned, the Falcons have played at home. They're playing a poor Colts defense. And, again, they just have so many weapons. I know, you know, like, B. John, like, why would you pick B. John Robinson in the top ten if you're not going to use him? Like, like that's a problem right now. That's, 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 that's team, the so. problem. Yeah. 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 And, you know, that's what, like, only you the, took B. John Robinson – you took B. John Robinson, and you had a uh, you had you had a running back who rushed for over a thousand yards last year. Yeah, yeah, it made no sense what they're what you know like they 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 just it's like they've been trying to search for their identity all year. They just don't they don't know what it is. So I know going into last week's game against Carolina, I heard that Arthur Smith was his job was safe unless if there was like a massive kind of downfall to end the year, and you know made you know made that. Definitely could have started last week with the way they played. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I think the Falcons should make a change at the head coach because this, this team's got a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball, especially in this division. So, um, I do have Atlanta bouncing back this week and and knocking off uh, knocking off the Colts there and trying to kind of say another one in the NFC South, trying to kind of say in that hunt there, trying to say in the playoff race. All righty, so we got another AFC South, NFC South matchup as the Jags take on the Bucks, And I think this is a close competitive game. We'll see if Trevor Lawrence plays in concussion protocol. But even if he does, I think the Bucks win. I like the way this Bucks offense is playing, especially with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and Baker Mayfield. I like the way this passing game, the Bucks offense is playing. playing and uh, I think that their defense will make a big stop against Trevor Lawrence. The Jaguars have lost three in a row. And I think the Bucks hand them their fourth straight loss. I got the Bucks winning this game. 27-24, but Justin, can the Jags bounce back this week and get control and take control of the AFC South? I do have Jacksonville 20-16. If Lawrence doesn't play, then I do think I'm with you. Tampa Bay 
knocks him off. Um, but I have not loved the way the Bucks defense, I mean, the uh, Jaguars defense has been playing the last few weeks. They've been a lot better. Jacksonville has on the road um, than at home. I think they're, they're five and one on the road. They're three and five at home. So I think Jacksonville plays. I think Jay, Jeremy Lawrence plays. I think he plays well enough in this one. Um, and I think they make some plays against the Bucks uh, secondary that isn't great. They haven't the Bucks. I mean the Jags haven't um, ran the ball well the last couple of weeks, and might be tough to do that again this week. Tampa Bay has been really good stopping the run, but I think Lawrence plays. I do think Jacksonville find you know does um, you know get this win, kind of snaps a three game losing streak here, and does uh, does kind of stay at least in a tie with with the rest of the uh with the Colts and Texans there in the AFC South. All right, we got a big matchup in Denver between the Patriots and the Broncos. And I think this is going to be another really I think it's going to be another competitive game between the two teams, but I'm going to take the team with the better offense. I know the Broncos didn't play well against the Lions, but I'm going to take the team with the better offense. I'm going to go with the Broncos here. I think Wilson throws a couple touchdown passes, and I just think the Patriot offense is just absolutely terrible. I know last week they played well in the first half, but the Patriot offense is absolutely terrible. And that's going to continue this week in Denver. Their defense is going to keep a minute, but as it's gone, it's gone all year, as it's been the story of their season, haven't been, defense has played well, but they haven't been able to score enough. And I think it's going to be more of the same on, on Christmas Eve night where the Broncos, where I got the Broncos beating the Patriots 21 to 13. But Justin, can the Pats, uh, can, can the Pats uh, ruin the Broncos playoff hopes on, on, on Sunday night? No, I don't think they will. I hate the uh, I mean the Broncos as well, 17 to 10. Um the Pats again, can you stop the run well enough and kind of make Russell Wilson have to throw the ball around around the field? And you know, can they get ahead too of the Broncos where you know they gotta start throwing as well? If they can do that, then I think they got a chance in this one. But uh Bailey Zappi, I don't know what it is. He plays an unbelievable first half, and then the second half he just falls apart. Sunday, even that Bears game last year in Monday night football. Um, he was awful in that second half. And then the two wins he had last year against the Browns and Detroit, they were up a couple of scores at halftime. They need him to throw the football. So for whatever reason, he's, he's only good the first 30 minutes of a game. That's not good enough to win you a football game. So yeah, I think the Pats offense does a little bit in the first half and does absolutely nothing yet again, in the second half. And I got Denver, uh, winning this football game Saturday night or Sunday night. All right, it's probably the shortest we've talked about a Patriots game all season. But we're going to move on to the Seahawks and the Titans. Uh, I think th- I think this game is going to be a game the Seahawks control. I think Kenneth Walker had a big game last week. They have a big game this week. I don't care who starts if it's Drew Locker, Keno Smith. I think they'll have a good game against the Titans defense, and I think they'll force some turnovers from Will Levis. And I got the Seahawks going to seven, Titans going to five and ten. I got the Seahawks winning this game twenty-seven seventeen over the Titans. But Justin, can Will Levis? lead the Titans to a big upset and hurt the Seahawks playoff hopes. Yeah, I'll take the Titans here, 24 to 21. Um, wow. They wow. Played a, wow. The first half last week. But yeah. Yeah. Short week for Seattle. I don't, you know, I know it's probably going to be Geno starting, you know, how healthy will he be? And I think, you know, the Titans defense plays well enough in this one. I think Derrick Henry has a better game on the ground. Um, you know, and I think, you know, Will Levers can get enough time back there in the pocket, you know, makes a couple of, you know, I think he makes some throws, um, to, De- to, uh, DeAndre Hopkins this one. And I think the Titans offense does enough here. You know, last week was an absolute debacle how they lost that football game. Um, you know, and I, I, I think Titans just this week figure, you know, I do think Will, Will Levis plays a little better. And I think the Titans do find a way to upset, uh, 
Seattle here this week, and they they go to six and nine. Wow, you're going with the Titans for another upset. They had an upset two weeks ago against the yeah. Dolphins. You got in, in another upset against the Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, you'll yeah, see. I wonder, yeah. I, I wonder, I, I, I wonder what jerseys they're going to wear. Yeah, they going with the Oilers. Yeah, the, we're in those last <laughs> week. Uh, <laughs> trying to troll the uh, Texans there, and that okay. one did not pan out for them. But uh, yeah, they Ooh, they should have won that gotcha, one. But gotcha. yeah, gotcha. Gotcha, 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 got it. Yeah, hey, yeah, that was that was a little crazy. How they trolled the Titans last week there with those jerseys. I mean, they trolled the Texans yeah, well, I mean, with those jerseys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and the funny, Texans you know. beat them. You gotta win those type of games. Yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta win. Man. You bad karma. Win those bad, games. bad karma. Bad yeah. karma. Yeah, the Texans. Yeah, Texans beat them there. So, so yeah, that, that was that was a little crazy. Yeah. But we will move on to the last game, and it is between the Cardinals and the Bears. Meaningless game. But I think it's going to be close and competitive. But I'm going to take the better the quarterback that plays better in the fourth quarter. And that's Kyler Murray over Justin Fields. I got the Cardinals winning this one 24-23. Justin, who you got? Yeah, I got, I'm going to go with the Bears 24-20. I think Bears, I mean, you know, Fields, Bears play well enough. And I think they run the football better than, you know, I think they run the ball really well against the Cardinals defense that struggled. Yeah, the, the Cardinals have been feisty all year. They played hard. Um, Murray and that offense have looked pretty good. You know, since he's coming back. So I wouldn't be shocked they pulled the upset here. But I do think the Bears bounce back this week, and I do think they uh they beat Arizona. All righty, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Sports Talk with RJ. But we'll be back in about 15 minutes to talk about John Morant's return, the NBA on Christmas Day, and which team is going to sign Yamamoto. So make sure you tune in for that. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley. And Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is his availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field. But the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this. They lob it to him. He taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Finch, two for three. He's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. My name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Meek, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com. 